family. They always built me and my sisters and even my little brother, they always built us up. It was never a try to be better than everybody type thing. It mm -hmm. was more so of a, they tried to ensure that we were comfortable in our own skin, like mm -hmm. regardless of age or whatever the factor may be, it mm -hmm. was make sure that you're comfortable being you. Like nobody can be you mm -hmm. except you. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you're the best you that you can possibly be. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Five Questions with Dr. K. Welcome to another great broadcast of Five Questions with Dr. K. I'm your host, Erica Kelly, and I have a young person here with me today. I wanted to kind of mix it up a little bit. And so someone came to mind that I thought would be a great interviewee. Her name is Kyris Trigg. Hello, Kyris. Hello. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. All right. I'm so glad you came in. I'm really excited about interviewing you. I've known you for a few years now. I've kind of watched you grow up, you know, from a teenager to a lovely young lady. <laughs> I've told you I'm very proud of you, and you're, you're doing some great things. But today's focus or today's topic is going to be about being focused and having self-confidence, of which you do. And so let's talk a little bit. How old are you? I'm currently 20 years old. Ooh, 20, <laughs> baby, to be 20 years old. Again, if I could just go back, 20, 20. 20 is a good age. It is. You're 20 in 2020. Yep. Ah, 20 in 2020. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself because you're not originally from Louisiana, right? Right. Okay, so tell us about your background and your family. Okay, well, originally... My family and I are from Saginaw, Michigan. Mm -hmm. We moved to Louisiana in 2008. Mm -hmm. uh, Mom and Daddy wanted to change, was tired of being in the cold. Yeah. I really didn't feel any type of way about it at first. It was more so of an, okay, we moving type thing. Yeah, yeah. But I wound up really enjoying it. I'm actually glad that we moved. Okay. There's a lot of opportunities down here, not okay. to mention the heat. So yeah, you get used to the heat. Good. You get yeah. used to it. All right, well, good. And so do you have any brothers or sisters? I do. I have two sisters and a younger brother. Okay, very I good. Do. Now, for those of us that may not know you, I'll just throw this in. You come from a musically inclined family. Yes. Let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> your brother sings, your mother's yeah. a, a vocal powerhouse, your sister sings, your daddy is a, just a musical genius on the drums <laughs> everywhere. Okay, and Kyrus does? Kyrus is an audio person. She <laughs> likes working in the bay. <laughs> I used to play the violin okay. in elementary, well, from sixth grade on up to eighth grade, mm -hmm. and then I stopped. Why? It was cool, but I wanted to venture off into something else. Gotcha. So gotcha. after that, I started doing talented art, and okay. then ventured off into other things. Gotcha. So, so your creative side is just in a different way, not yes, necessarily in the music. Yes, very much so. Okay. I have an ear for music, but <laughs> vocally, just an ear. Vocally, not there. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right, so like you said, you're 20 years old, so you're currently a college student. I just want to throw a little shout out because you got a full scholarship, right? I did. I'm so proud of you. Yes, <laughs> girl, you. do it. What college are you at right now? Dillard University. Oh, in New Orleans, Louisiana. Yes, oh, so you're down south. Hey, baby. Oh. <laughs> you're in New Orleans, hey, yes, baby. Yes, ma'am. Get eating that good food. Oh, and, always, oh. always. <laughs> 
Okay, so let's talk a little bit about even being in high school. In order to get a full ride scholarship, that means you had to have the grades. You had to have like the total package, right? Mm -hmm. How did you stay focused in high school? Because it's so easy to hang out with your friends. Not that you didn't do that, but mm -hmm. how did you prioritize your academics above your social life or anything else you wanted to do? Well, for me, it wasn't that hard because my friends, they were as focused as I was. Mm. And my parents have always told me, you are the people you hang around. Ooh, so Wait, wait, I pause. Always, Go back to that. Say it again. You are the people you hang around. Yes, Lord. Yes, you are. <laughs> so okay. I always try to surround myself with people that are like-minded so that coming up, it wouldn't be as much of a struggle for me to keep my head straight and focused where it needed to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, they were as like-minded as I was and they were close to God as well. So they mm -hmm. kind of just played hand in hand. So yeah. coming up, it really was never a problem for me to keep straight because we would challenge each other. Like, mm, hey, let's that. see you can get the higher grade or right, let's see you can right. do this and that type thing. So that mm -hmm. helped. A lot. Good. And you graduated from high school. What what GPA? A three nine. Three nine. Very yes, good. You go, girl. So proud of you. Okay. And your current major is? I'm a biology major. Really? Yes, ma'am. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh yes. Okay. And what do you want to do with that? I want to, to be a veterinarian. Really? You love animals? I love them. Okay. Always have. All right. Great. Great. I think that is a, a wonderful thing to do. Okay, so we talked a little bit about how you stay focused in school and how you deal with peer pressure. Why did you choose Dillard? Because that is a prestigious school in our state. So how did you end up making that decision? Well, I didn't even know about Dillard at first. Okay. Um, it was my senior year in December, and I went to Dillard Shadow Day with my best friend. Mm -hmm. And when I got there, I just kind of fell in love with it. Did I was you? like, okay, I'm in New Orleans. Okay, this is nice or whatever. Then I got to the school. They're family oriented. Mm -hmm. It's small, which I liked because, you know, I didn't want to just become a number in the classroom, mm -hmm. like at the bigger schools. And I know that I most definitely wanted to go to an HBCU Okay. because all my life I had been, you know, around all types of races, mm -hmm. but specifically for the remainder of my career, my educational career, mm -hmm. I wanted to be around people like me yeah. who had the same mindset and goals to mm -hmm. be something more than, you know, the simple status or right. who aren't trying to be, excuse me, a rapper or something, yeah. but who actually wanted to, you And know, nothing against folks that want to do that, but yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I do. Okay. Very, very good. Again, being so far from home, I would often ask your mother, you know, how's she doing? What's going on? Because, again, I'm used to seeing you on a regular mm -hmm. basis. When we moved away, my heart was like, oh, God, is she ready? You know, because, again, college can be what we call dangerous freedom. Yeah. There's nobody there to wake you up, nobody to tell you to go to class. Mm -hmm. You really, really have to be self-motivated to do well in it. And what I would love that she would tell me is she would say, no, I'm not worried because I know the child that I raised. Yeah. I mean, that just did something to me. To be able to hear a parent say, you know, I'm not worried. I pray for my child. You know, I know she's covered in, mm -hmm. you know, by the blood of Jesus, but I'm not worried about her decisions because I know the child that I raised. Mm -hmm. What does that do to you hearing that that's what your mother told me about you? How does that make you feel? Proud. I know. <laughs> Very proud. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a little bit the influence that your mother and father had on your life. I mean, your father's Keith Trigg. I'm going to throw his name out there. He's an exceptional <laughs> educator in this area. And your mother, again, her name is Kanika Trigg. She's a wonderful individual. She's so creative in so many different ways. How did their influence affect you in your life in terms of your focus and the things you want to do? Oh, um, 
a lot yeah. in very much every way mm-hmm. i get my drive from them yeah. um striving to be a better person like something my daddy has always told me mm-hmm. is not to do your best but to do your better so mm-hmm. striving every day to improve so that's honestly where i've always gotten that drive from and even growing up seeing them every day go through things get through stuff and coming up and they made sure that me and my siblings always had the better of things. They never like, you know, they were very supportive regardless mm-hmm. of whether it was right or wrong. You know, they never put us down, but mm-hmm. it was more so of a, all right, you did this. So next time, you know, you need to do this. Yeah. But they were always very encouraging. They showed us who God was very mm-hmm. early on, which is why my relationship with him now is where it is. Yeah, because of what they did mm-hmm. for you. Gotcha. And they just, they are very impactful in the best way and still are. Like, they don't keep me on a tight leash. Mm -hmm. They give me that freedom, which is why going off to school is not so hard because I've always had that freedom. It's just now I have more of it. Mm -hmm. But still, you can even ask them. (laughs) I'll be calling them, texting them, (laughs) doing this, going to do this. Like, it's just, it's not even more so to keep me on a leash, but just to give them that peace of mind that I'm out here being... What an adult, yeah. Being an adult, yeah, but you don't have to worry because I'm still here Mm -hmm. and you know how you raised me, like my mom said. Yeah, yeah, that is so wonderful. I'm telling you, great, great, great. So, does that even go through your mind as you go through your day? You're thinking, okay, well, I definitely want to do what's right for me and for God because I know He's watching, but because my parents, you know, they they trust me. Does Mm -hmm. that thought ever go through your mind? Like, my parents trust me, so I don't want to mess up their trust. All the time. Yeah. All the time for yeah. that and my siblings. I'm yeah. striving like when I don't feel like getting up. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like doing stuff. Be like, all right, Kyle, you said you was going to do this, 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 yeah. and this, and this for them. So you got to push through so yeah. you can take care of your family like you want to. So very good. Very good. I noticed you and your sister have a really close relationship too. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of siblings that are close in age, they really don't get along. There's like this competition <laughs> thing. They can't stand each other. I'm not saying you guys don't have issues, but in general, you seem to be very close. Mm-hmm. Would you say that? Yes. Okay. And so how has having a sister that you, I would assume, consider a friend, mm-hmm. how has that helped you too throughout your life? Oh, it's been funny <laughs> <laughs> because both of my sisters, we talk a lot. Yeah, so yeah. it's just having an older sister and a younger sister is good because from the older sister, you learn, okay, you see what she's done and you can okay, so I can do things this way and differently yeah. and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, bounce off of what she did. And then with my younger sister, I'm kind of trying to, you know, guide her and ease her mm-hmm. through better ways. So her experience will be much better than my older sisters and yeah. I. But yeah. having them there, it's, it's pretty funny. They they keep me laughing. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, we encourage each other. Like when something bad's going on and we just not feeling it, you know, they, hey, you better keep it pushing. Like, come yeah. on now, you you trying to be a doctor. So, you know, you got to keep it pushing. You got to keep it pushing. All right, I'm going to keep it pushing. Yes, but yeah, yes. having them is great. Okay, well, good, good, good. I do want to talk a little bit about something else. By the way, this is called Five Questions with Dr. K. I think we're already on question like seven or eight, okay? <laughs> and we're just going to keep it moving, okay? So you enrolled in a branch of the military. Is that correct? Did I, I did. get that right? Okay, when I heard that news, I was like, <laughs> no! <laughs> Not know that I don't, you know, I don't want people to get into the military. But it's just, okay, I wanted to get through college. I wanted to do well. You know, I wanted to do all these things. Where did that decision come from? 
funny crazy situation um so spring semester of last year i was thinking about life after dillard so mm. like when i graduate what am i gonna do how do i want to do it and i started thinking you know unlike undergrad getting scholarships and stuff is much harder to do for higher yeah. education yeah, like exactly. trying to go after undergrad so i, I was thinking <laughs> yes i was Living thinking it, like what you gonna do like mm -hmm. harris how you gonna do this so mm -hmm. and i was thinking i was like i'm not trying to take out a bunch of loans because mm -hmm. that's right adds up and right. all that interest and whatnot mm -hmm. so i was thinking and military just kept popping up in my head and i'm just mm -hmm. like okay um i'm not i'm very confused like i don't know why it's popping in my head so i started mm -hmm. doing a little research on it okay. and one of my friends he happens to be actually in the military okay. and he was like why don't you do ROTC? And I was like, huh? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, because the army doesn't have what I want to be. Mm -hmm. Duh. Right, right. And he wound up telling me, yeah, they do. And I was like, what you mean? And so he told me about having, how they have the different branches and mm -hmm. the different core and all that. And I was like, okay. So I got in contact with the recruiter mm -hmm. and one of getting in contact with her. And she was like, really? She's like, you see him so bright and eager. So wound up talking to her and I went to basic camp over the summer, mm -hmm. this past summer. And now I'm currently in ROTC with a scholarship on top of my other one. Yeah. Getting paid while I'm in school. Wow. And once I'm out, I will be branching the medical right, branch right. of the army and I will be getting a master's and then going to vet school. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm very proud of you because this <laughs> was not, you. you know, something that somebody kind of forced you to do. It was your decision. Mm -hmm. Walk me through when you have to call mom and dad. Ring, ring. Hey, mom and <laughs> hey, dad. How y'all doing? Guess what? I'm at our to see. <laughs> what was that conversation about? Well, when I talked to, I talked to my mama about it first. Yeah. And yeah, because mom's always yeah, better than that. Yeah, gotcha. I mm -hmm. ease it on her, you know, because most of the time, mama try to, you know, she'll either talk me out of her, she'll be like, you sure this is what you want right, to do? Right, right. So I talked to her about it. And mm -hmm. I, this is back when I was just thinking about it. Mm -hmm, so she was mm -hmm. like, okay, well, this is something you really want to do. You know, I'm going to support it. That's I don't good. think she actually thought I was going to go through right. with it. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't think I was going to go through yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. But um, as the months went past last semester, I got more into it and mm -hmm. I started getting excited about it. So mm -hmm. then talking with the recruiter, she started sending me dates and everything to go to camp. Mm -hmm. Cause I went to camp in July. And- I saw the pictures. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And um, they were just, she was real supportive. And then I told my dad yeah. and he was kind of shocked. He's kind of really look, look for the listeners. He's in the room yeah. and, he's in, and I'm looking at him. He's like, uh, uh, shocked is yeah, an understatement. He okay. was kind of, he was shocked. Yeah. So, but nonetheless, they were very supportive. Yeah. They didn't shut it down. They didn't think, you know, you're not too small or anything. Cause you know, I'm yeah, tiny, I know, tiny. Yeah. but they never once shot it down. They were just like, if you feel that this is what you want to do, then mm -hmm. go for it. Yeah. And a few weeks before camp, I was kind of like, you know, on the east side, I'm like, okay, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, this has been in my head mm -hmm. for long, but you know, 
you know, me and my relationship with God, I wanted yeah. it to be right because the army ain't just something that you can just, exactly. <laughs> just be right. like, you know, right. I want to do this and then back out of it. So right. I'm trying to make sure that this is what I wanted to be doing. Mm -hmm. So I went to a Saturday morning prayer maybe a couple weeks before camp. Mm -hmm. And Bishop wound up praying for me. Mm -hmm. And he prayed for everybody in the line. And then once he got to me, because he prayed for us by pairs. And then yeah. once he got to me, he said, um, your decision is set in God. Ooh. And I was like, okay, God. I, I was like, okay, I'm hearing you. And yeah. then when I told my parents that, yeah. I was like, I got my confirmation. They was like, what you talking about? I said, camp. <laughs> and they looked at me and they just smiled. And, they, and we all just, at that moment, just, for sure, for sure, knew that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Well, good. What an awesome story. And I love the fact that your parents supported you, even though they may have even had their own reservations. They never, like, let that stop you from being the person that mm -hmm. you are. I love it, love it, love it. Okay, let's move a little bit into your confidence. You are a confident young lady. When you come into a room, you own the room. Everybody <laughs> knows you. that Kairos is here. You have your own sense of style. I love how you dress. I mean, you're just, you're just the whole total package but when it comes to your confidence you know where did that come from whom do you or what do you attribute that to my family mm. honestly they always built me and my sisters and even my little brother they always built us up it was never a try to be better than everybody type thing it mm -hmm. was more so of a they tried to ensure that we were comfortable in our own skin like mm -hmm. regardless of age or whatever the factor may be it was make sure that you're comfortable being you like nobody can be you except you so make sure that you're the best you that you can possibly be and then being in church church family is always 100 percent supportive yes, always no matter what mm -hmm. compliment you all the time mm -hmm. hug your love on you all the time so just being around love all the time whether i'm in church in school with friends whatever the case may be mm -hmm. being in that made me more confident and as i started coming to myself and growing you know stop worrying about trying to be liked and everything and you know just being myself i started becoming much happier and much confident with who i am mm -hmm. so i would much very much so say being surrounded by love all the time is wow. what impacted and helped me be as confident as i am today well very good and i'm telling you your confidence i mean <laughs> it affects me it's like okay i'm gonna be like Kyle, you know? <laughs> i mean i'm gonna be me but I mean, I just love who you are. I love the, the energy that you project. It is really a good vibe that people get when they're around you. And that's what you Thank want as an individual. You. Yes. you want good energy. You know, I love it. All right. So as we get ready to close, I mean, we talked a lot about God. And I love the fact that you've mentioned God throughout this podcast. You talked about, you know, your relationship with God. A lot of young people, when they leave home and go to college, it's like deuces family, deuces God. Like, I'm going to get out here and wild out, you know. Ooh. How do you? Stay focused. How do you keep God an important part of your life? Like, what do you do that you can share with us? Or maybe you can give some tips on or to individuals who may be in college and maybe they're struggling. Maybe they're, you know, wandering away from God, but they need to come back to him. What are some things that they can do to stay focused or keep God a priority in their life? Well, I know when I first got to Dillard, I struggled with that myself because mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I don't have my church here mm -hmm. and I'm like okay I don't like going to everybody's church because right. people don't church the way I church mm -hmm. and I need the foot stomping <laughs> I need all of that like yes. I need to work the praise. spirit yes, yes, I need a praise yes. breaking between I need all of that <laughs> 
And, you know, you don't find that everywhere. Mm -hmm. But then it took me a little minute growing at Dillard. Mm -hmm. But something that I had started, I want to say was my freshman year, is texting my family members every day. And Mm. in that text, I would send a word. And while I was texting that to them, Mm -hmm. I would be telling it to myself as Mm -hmm. well. This is like, okay, so the word of the day is this. And it's and a scripture. It, yes, it'd okay. be a scripture mm-hmm. and it'd be, you know, kind, important, encouraging notes, you know, just to kind of keep them going throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And I want to say it was last semester that I started going to a church with my friend. And, you know, being there, I'm thinking, you know, okay, this is in my normal church. But then at the same time, knowing how and where I was raised, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't necessarily always need to find a church that's like me because church is in me. It's who I am. So it's like you can find ways to connect with God anywhere. But what you have to do is assess yourself. Make sure that he's in you first Mm because you can't just go in everywhere expecting to find God if he's not already in you. So he I knew he was in me, but it's just when I you know, when I first got there, I wasn't thinking with that mindset, mm-hmm. you know, being younger, mm-hmm. you learn stuff when you get older. Yes. So I learned that and I'm just like, okay, so now every morning I wake up, that's me and my God's time, I got my gospel music on, me and yeah. we just having a conversation and mm-hmm. I've learned more and more to have conversations with him all the time. Like when somebody make me mad. Mm-hmm. Give I'm it to not God. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I, exact, I'll say those exact words. I'm yeah. giving it to you, God. And yeah. then I always start my day and end my day with a prayer. It'll yeah. be talking to him. And then I'll talk to him throughout the day. And my advice to any college student is find him within yourself. You can mm-hmm. have others to guide you, mm-hmm. but I almost definitely say find him within yourself because then he'll always be home in here. Mm-hmm. And that's where you need him most, especially when you go out to college, you yes. need him more than anything cuz temptation is legit around yes. every corner. Every corner. Yes it is. And yes it is. It's like when I got to college, mm-hmm. the spirit of conviction, it con- I got convicted a lot. Like yeah. whenever, you know, people my peers would try to, you know, go do this. And mm-hmm. I'd be, that ain't me. Mm-hmm. I'd be the homebody that would stay at home. So, and it, but it's like the older, the longer I got there, it's like, I'm okay with being like that. Now mm-hmm. the friends that I have, we're homebodies together. Yeah, because it's just yeah. like being in college, you learn to appreciate more what you have rather yes. than trying to be seen and be out all the time. Yes, it's more yes. so. Like, we'll all be in our rooms, on the phones with the family, talking and mm-hmm. having movie nights, stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know. And it's just kind of things like that that you learn to appreciate more. So, to keep God, I would just say, find him in your heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he'll be with you wherever you are. Wow. Well said. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> say enough about you. Don't you just love this girl? Um, again, thank you so much for being on today. You are a wonderful guest. You are such a wonderful person. I cannot wait to see what you do as you get older. I am in the background watching. I'm always rooting. I might not talk to you every day. <laughs> you can believe that I'm one of your biggest fans, one of your biggest supporters, and I just think you're wonderful. Thank so, you. God continue to bless you and use you to inspire others. And uh, so any other closing words as we get ready to go? Any closing words? 2020 mm. shout outs. Be happy. Be happy. Year Jubilee, be happy. All right. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I want to thank my listeners for tuning in today. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And until this time next week, remember you are blessed and highly favored.